welcome to another episode of Operation Limitless. I'm Brett Lexenberg here with Sal Rosano. Uh, missing today, the rest of the team, Bill Schiffenauer and Mark Peterson, out with some tough technical difficulties, but they'll be joining in when they can, if they can. Uh, this is the show where you hear directly from people who are in the top 1% in the world at what they do. We focus on how average people ended up achieving incredible triumphs through confidence, grit, determination, and a quest for personal mastery. The goal is to make take the commonalities of these incredible human beings and build a model by which others can replicate and create a limitless life. And today on the Resilience Network in our podcast, we have the extreme honor to talk with Mr. Sam Beard. Sam is an amazing man who's uh, was been an advisor to eight presidents, and we're going to have him talk a little bit about that. He helped revolutionize banking in the United States to better serve minorities. His efforts have impacted millions of lives. And Sam is now on a quest to positively impact over a billion people with his new project. And we're really going to talk about that today because what he's doing is absolutely amazing. So, Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Well, Brett, the, uh, the, 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 the joy and the thank you is mine. Uh, what you do and your team do there in Utah is just an example for the whole world. So it's just my privilege to, uh, to you are Mr. Limitless, and it's a pleasure <laughs> to sit next to you. Well, thank you very much. And I, I forgot to uh, tell everybody that our producer off screen is Bad Brad Newfeld, and he is here uh, keeping us in line. So if we do something wrong or break the rules, Brad's going to be all over. So thanks, Brad, for being here. Thanks for the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and so thank you for being here. It's great to see you and be with you as always. As always. <laughs> so Sam, uh, let's kick off with a little bit of backstory. You're like this wonder, incredible Superman that's been like power behind the throne that uh, I don't think many people know much about. You're kind of an, uh, not kind of, you're an unsung hero, maybe around Washington, D.C., but you're, you're a hero. But I didn't, until you reached out to me, I hadn't heard your name and uh, I feel kind of ashamed that I didn't with all you've done for our country. So can you give us some background? Sure. The, the major message I want to get across, of course, is yes, I have done a lot of stuff and I've had a lot of fun. But we've now, with Jackie Kennedy and uh, Senator Robert Taft, I started to think all the Jefferson Awards. And we, we reached over a million kids with a leadership and service. And here's mm -hmm. the message, which is think big. Yes, I can create whatever you want to do and get started. And so uh, myself, I, uh, in the early ages, I just was passionate about service. That, that was sort of my God-given uh, power or my purpose. And I mm -hmm. followed and, uh, and I'm a very hardworking C plus average. So you don't have to be all that smart. <laughs> you, do, you have to learn to giggle, which everybody can do and be persistent, which you can if you're passionate about something and just uh, have a big idea and, and then uh, ask other people to help. And uh, it is true, I, I have had the, the amazing fun of creating my idea in a really messy office, tiny, messy office, and then making a program of the President of the United States. And I've done that eight times and then I was chair of, of it and ran it. But the point to everybody is, uh, first I was, I had this passion and there I was uh, in, in 1968, 1969 in New York City, uh, blacks and Hispanics owned 1% of the, uh, across the country, uh, the banks in New York had lend, loaned less than $1 million to black and Hispanic businesses. 
and across the nation, uh, Blacks and Hispanics were uh, 16 to 19% of the population, and they owned one one thousandth of 1% of the business assets. So it doesn't take a genius to figure out that was wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what I did was uh, I just started going, and I had put hundreds of little pieces of paper in my pockets, and uh, I went to the banks, and I signed up 3,000 volunteers, and... Uh, Pretty soon, uh, two, two, two and a half years, the banks in New York were now lending 40 to $50 million a year to minority businesses. Now then here's the point of that story, which is I never would have thought I could create a program in the president of the United States. And my mentor said, uh, Richard Nixon is the president and your program should be a program of the president. And uh, to say the least, uh, I was aghast and didn't think that was possible and told him so. And then he said, if you don't try, you don't get anywhere. So that's really the message to everybody. If you don't try, you don't get anywhere. So I went to Washington, started repeating myself, and they liked the idea. And in 18 months, I was in the White House, uh, not with the president, but Len Garment, who ran everything domestic. And 10 minutes later, my program was an official program of the President of the United States. I was reporting to the Secretary of Commerce. I was writing letters. The president was sending them out, and I did all the follow-up. And it was the largest uh, transfer in the history of America of resources into minority-owned economic institutions. But the point I want to make is, uh, first, I laugh about it. The, um, it's pretty easy to create a program for the President of the United States because no one else thinks they can. <laughs> so I, had a low- I had a competition of nobody. <laughs> and, and the point is, you can do it too. If you can giggle, if you're passionate about something, if you're persistent, um, and if you have a big idea, you too can create a program for the President of the United States and then run it's kind of that old saying, uh, take the road less traveled or, t- or take the last mile because there's never anybody on it. <laughs> kind yeah, of that thing. The same with you, Brett, and your group. You, you just dazzled me. And the first time I met you, uh, just d- dreams and energy uh, pops out of your head and every member of your team. And, and it's just beautiful. And uh, uh, that's my message. Uh, it, it's true of everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, and we're going to go deep into the message for sure. I want to give people a little bit more scope though, Sam, so they can really hear what some of the things that you created so they really get it. So when right, you were I'll, with- I'll, I'll brag about it. So just- Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force you to brag about yourself. I know that's not easy. Sam, uh, Sal's giving you a thumbs up. So. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my normal deal, but look, the, the, uh, and one of the things we'll talk about is that- uh, I basically think that that uh, if you look at my life, there's a, a message, which is it is in with all of us. And what we're going to end up talking about is where we're going now with an organization mm-hmm. called Connect Universe. And the point is that everything is vibrational. And if you go inside yourself, if you take a deep breath and you start focusing, uh, you realize that uh, uh, there is a connection uh, to something much larger than ourselves, which guide us. So let, let me... I just did the stuff I did. I had no clue about that. But then I realized what I did was really, uh, I was sitting in the back of a bus following the instruction from some power larger than myself. But Mm -hmm. it started out with with, uh, um, really in the fifth grade, I just knew that in my heart, my purpose was passion. And there was a kid that came into our school and he stuttered, he was skinny and everybody bullied him. And uh, that upset me. And so I went, I could find a something great and magical in every person. So with Togwell, I did. And I found he was a great artist. So I started a little newspaper. 
And lo and behold, he did the cartoons and he oh, became wow. the last hero. So, so that just sort of tells you what I do. Now, I got out of college and, and I was doing stuff in New York City. I was born in New York. And uh, one day, Senator Robert Kennedy called me. Now, here he was, the, uh, uh, he was the, uh, uh, the brother of, of the tragically slain President John Kennedy. And he was the New York Senator from New York. And what an opportunity for him to call me. And uh, mm -hmm. I think that was sent by the universe. So I went with him. No, it wasn't politics. I went with him into inner city, uh, uh, Bedford-Stuyvesant, because the gap between the, the, the rich and the poor America is too great. And, and uh, those issues remain today. And here I was uh, uh, having the privilege of working with the senator. Um, and then one thing led to another. And then uh, because I knew Bobby Kennedy, I see Jackie Kennedy, uh, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, to be formal. Uh, and I was not her great friend. And we were at an event. I'd see her maybe once a year. And she came up and said, Sam, you're always energetic and uh, have ideas. What are you thinking about? This is 1971. I said, I think there should be a Nobel Prize for service in America. That was the idea. <laughs> and she liked mm -hmm. it. And she went on for five minutes about how great it was. So I did have enough gumption. I said, look, Jackie, I'll call you tomorrow morning. And if you agree to chair, and I'll set it up. And daughter, she didn't say yes. Now, that's the most extraordinary part. Uh, which if people believe in themselves, they believe in a power greater than themselves, if they believe in the power of intention or focused intention, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Jackie said, yes, it was, Jackie was saying go to everything. So why did she say yes to that? And it was some power greater than all of us. And that led to the Jeffs Awards, Nobel Prize for Service. We have 120 television stations and newspapers work with us all across the country that reach 100 million Americans every year. And uh, their message is, who in your neighbor, who's your neighbor that's helping someone else? And they dramatize that in the newspapers. They dramatize it on television. And uh, I'd never thought about how many lives I might have changed. But, but the answer is, uh, because of the new project, I sort of did it. And somewhere between 100 and 200 million people have changed their life. And here I am. I just giggle a lot and persistent and, uh, and we have fun. So then I told you that uh, I was doing the second after the tragic uh, assassination of Senator Robert Kennedy. I, one of the stories I want to tell this audience um, is uh, it, 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 I, I just felt that was the end of my life, 1968. Uh, my dreams were shattered. I was totally depressed. I was lying on the street in tears. Wow. And, and, and then I remembered the message of the Kennedy, which is one person can make a difference and inspired a whole generation. So I picked myself up and went to my one bedroom apartment and started working. And I didn't have a dime in sight and that's what I was doing. And the issue was uh, uh, start flowing capital to black and Hispanic businesses. And that led then to the program of the President of the United States and that led to seven other programs of the President of the United States. Now, I just did that. And then literally with this new program, someone said, why don't you figure out what the impact of that was? Because every one of these programs I would only do it if I could leave behind something that's self-sustaining. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so with President Nixon and President Ford, a handful of us changed uh, minority business lending in America. And yeah, it's, permanently. It's, it's amazing. Every year. So, so um, uh, I was just asked, I did a, a, a podcast with a guy called J.B. Crump, who's the uh, just about as big a podcast as yours, but his happens to be the 10th largest in the world. <laughs> and he asked me, um, uh, uh, 
what did I think? How many lives did that change? And then how many dollars might it be? Well, if you think about it, if you start with something small, Rosedown, I guess to be big, it's got to be a trillion, more than a trillion dollars of investment over the years and must have changed 50 million lives. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for three years, just to show you got to start small, uh, I, in 1969, I started to think how, I'm here I am at Bedford-Stuyvesant, which is a total poverty area, like there are in, in white America and in black America all across the country. And the question is, how do you flow capital to do great jobs there? And uh, I started, and it took me three years to do the first loan. I didn't know how. I've never known anything what I do. But if you, if you have the, fa- the focus and the power of intention, here we come. Can't be stopped. And then finally, I did a loan. And uh, now I had one person working with me. I, I, if you're passionate about something, I raised some money. And now I have enough money to hire a person. And uh, any team you set up, it better be smarter than yourself. You know, <laughs> you're dependent on having an amazing team. True and, so in the next three years, we did $30 million. The next year is $100 million. Then I made it a program with Jimmy Carter and then a program of Ronald Reagan. And uh, in Jimmy Carter, we ended up in 100 cities with Ronald Reagan, which was 30 governors. And uh, we, we worked with the United States Senate and the House and the president. We created a law, which is now the second largest lending tool in America. Uh, and uh, we ourselves, we worked very hard. hard. Hard work is another thing that probably is required. But sure fun uh you don't seem like you're working you're just having fun and uh but we ourselves trained eighty-five thousand people how to do this stuff and uh, uh we ourselves set up 500 local organizations and our training set up another 500 so as we sit here a thousand organizations all trained in the name of the presidents we got every major financial institution to put up 50 to 100 million dollars of this kind of stuff and i look people in the eye and say uh, to the best of my understanding We've created more than 10 million jobs in at-risk poor communities and probably changed 50 million lives because for every job you create, it affects a family, it affects others. So, I mean, uh, that's it's the kind a- of stuff that I've done. And uh, I, I'm not, the goal is not to be famous myself. Uh, I never thought about that. My, my thing is service. And are you helping people? That's amazing. And you're, so you did all this in banking with the first couple presidents, and then you started working on some social security issues, correct? That with, with the next couple presidents, correct? Well, yeah. The, the, and that, that uh, is one of the things I'm the proudest of. And uh, it was a fluke that it didn't work. I mean, I, the, what I was interested in was um, every, everything, every idea I've had is intuitive to me. I'm, I'm not a big genius dreaming this stuff up and I follow my intuition. That's a big message to people. Follow mm-hmm. your spirit, follow your intuition. And, and one person told me one thing, which was, did I know that one third of all income comes from owning financial assets? As if your savings and your savings pay off money, uh, that income is one third of all income. And most people like me, I just thought about if I had a job, I had a wage. Mm-hmm. And, and if one third of all income comes from uh, uh, owning financial assets, and mostly that's the top 10% of the country, uh, my goal was to uh, somehow make that available for all Americans. And that led me into social security. And then I had to learn about it. So I had to research it, find out about it. And then, um, I spent thousands of hours with the very top actuaries and we created a first plan about how you could save social security because the demographics are changing and it's going to end up with two people working to support one senior and that doesn't work. And then we wanted to add uh, wealth accumulation savings for everybody. And our plan was 
that a minimum wage worker who's paying up, earning at that time $10,000 a year and uh, was paying in 12.4% of that to Social Security, we want him to, to keep his defined benefit, which is what Social Security would give him, which is about $500 a month for the rest of their life, but add $1,000 of savings paying for inflation. And we ran all across the country. I raised money. We did 5,000 media events and we mobilized people. And uh, now the president of the United States had the will to do it, which is Bill Clinton. He had the money to do it uh, and the votes. And then tragically, uh, it just happened that the that uh, uh, we ended up with, with uh, sort of an impeachment exercise because of uh, Monica Lewinsky. And uh, then I stayed right on it with George W. Bush. And uh, uh, President very nicely put me on his Social Security uh, Commission. He had, he'd campaigned on it. And then at the right time, I said, look, it's a wealth accumulation debate as well. And uh, that whole team agreed. And so now this idea that we'd come up with, everybody should have $1,000 of wages. They had the votes, they had the money, they had the will. And along came September 11th, which changed the history of America. So, but, but, so I don't, it would have changed economic history if we got that done. And we did it twice. But then two mm -hmm. flukes, it didn't happen again. My message is that anybody can do that. If you're passionate about something uh, and, uh, uh, and you just carry yourself in, in, in a congenial way where people like you, because people, I just walk into a room and, and I, uh, happily I seem to be authentic. It is authentic because this is, this is the way I am. Right. And then, then if you're really into hard work and uh, you don't have to be all that smart, you just have to be commit, listen to people. Uh, and, and the top people will get, we give you advice. So that, there's that too. Absolutely. And then you kind of finished your political career. We'll call it that with the Obama administration, you were working on something slightly different there, correct? Well, I'll tell you one thing that we did. Um, uh, a lot of people would have heard of the president's physical fitness awards. And mm -hmm. uh, when I was had set up the Jeff's Awards, it was all about leadership and service to America. Uh, here was the president's physical fitness awards. And I learned that two people were running it. At, at, at University of Indiana, and they were in effect uh, the arm of the White House to do that. And every year that impacted six to eight million people of all ages, just because the inspiration, you could win an award for the President of the United States. So I said, let's do that with for service. And mm -hmm. uh, um, the, uh, we spent 18 months and then George Bush, the father, uh, who, was, who did the thousand points of light was dedicated to service adopted this idea. So we created the President's Youth Service Awards and Clinton picked it up and then um, uh, uh, Obama picked it up and, uh, and, and Bush picked it up. And uh, so, so we created the, uh, what was now the, the President's Volunteer Service Awards and an amazing man who was like a saint, Harris Wofford, who was the former Senator from Pennsylvania. Uh, he was in charge of service for President Obama. Uh, for President, President, President Clinton, excuse me, and four presidents met in Philadelphia, and they put our idea right in the middle of all that. So, you've been in part, you've been in the middle of some of the biggest ideas in American modern history. That is uh, a plus average. <laughs> so can you. <laughs> it, 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 it brings a tear to my eye to think I'm even sitting here getting to talk to you <laughs> for all the things that you've done and what you, I know we're going to cover in the next segment about what you're going to accomplish. And, uh, but I want to take a short break real here, pause for the cause. And then when we come back, 
Let's talk about your mission. Let's get more specific on what you're going to do there, how that's going to change the world, and what we're going to the message we're going to send to the kids and and move into the future. Um, but I think before we do, I think Sal's got a question for you. Sam? Sam, you know what? Uh, the more I learn about you, the more you are now my new best friend. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have to say, and Brett knows the story about it. My dad worked overseas. He had a third, day, third grade education. And, and 40 to 50 years later, he remembers the people that treated him with respect. And when you say one person can make a difference in the, the Kennedy's philosophy and your philosophy, um, let me jump on your, on your, your coattails there and say, that, that that to me is is the most important thing. If you can make a difference in anybody's life, and my dad being the case where he can remember being a laborer, low-skilled laborer, and having somebody treat him with respect, even though they were, you know, elevated and educated, um, that's pretty powerful. That's that's a lasting impression that you're making, and and my hats off to you. I really uh, I appreciate that thought and that that quality about you. So I just wanted to say that and thank you. Well, Sal, thank you. And uh, we just met the other evening. And if I'm wrong, tell me, but uh, uh, you were in the military. Yes, sir. And you were behind lines. And uh, uh, so many of our amazing uh, people defending the country and the veterans, especially behind the lines, have uh, uh, PTSD different depression issues, mm-hmm. uh, very serious things. And so do so many. Uh, one of the things now with COVID, it's all about uh, stress and anxiety and depression. And the, there are tools. Uh, and, and we have the privilege of uh, working with veterans a, a, across America. And the message, so first, congratulations for your service. Thank you. Uh, and uh, uh, just my heart goes out to you personally because I know that you have faced uh, serious bouts of anxiety and stress. And someone like yourself who did not come back from the military physically armed, you're not recognized. And your internal hurt because of PTS is very, very serious. And, and that's true of so many kids in inner cities now and uh, uh, social and racial uh, division. And uh, um, th- there are tools. And one of the things we'll talk about is, is breath. How does it start? What do I do to get started? I don't have the time. I don't believe it. And the answer is take one breath. And then close your eyes. And just feel what happens inside your head. Do you feel vibrations? Do you feel anything? Because that taking one breath reconnects you with nature and with your environment. And it's the beginning tool to change everybody's life. And the point of the next section, Brett, will be um, there is power within each of us. The message is it is in each of us. Mm-hmm. And we can handle that and turn it's magical and it multiplies peak performance geometrically. But, but, but so, thank you for the question and thank you for the opportunity for me uh, to, from my heart, express directly to you uh, the beauty of your contribution to this country. 
No, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that more than you know. Thank you. And with that, we'll we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with more from the incredible Sam Beard. This is Gregory, owner of Lift Up Concrete, proudly serving the Wasatch Front for the last 12 years, lifting sunken flatwork for both residential and commercial applications. Only fully trained professionals lifting concrete at your residence with the same quality of material and method used at every commercial job we ever do. Don't replace it, lift it. Liftupconcrete.net, 801-792-4535. Contact us at liftupconcrete.net or if you're looking for a complimentary quote, 801-792-4535. Again, 801-792-4535. Again, this is Gregory, Lift Up Concrete Lifting. We at High Point Coffee are proud to sponsor the Other Side of Addiction podcast. If you've never heard of us, High Point is a warm and inviting little coffee house just on the corner of 7800 South and Redwood Road. Our shop has easy access drive through free Wi-Fi, and plenty of comfortable seating, with charging stations good for everything from studying, business meetings, or get-togethers with friends. We opened High Point's doors in November of 2007 and have been happily growing ever since. We love what we do and refer to our customers as family because that's the way you are treated here. We don't believe that anyone should walk away from our coffee house with anything less than a huge smile and a great cup of coffee. We have a full menu of options from hot lattes to top of the line frappes and delicious smoothies. We are a family oriented establishment with huge selection for kids and any non-coffee drinkers as well. We also have fresh, delicious pastries, homemade breakfast croissants, pretty much anything your heart desires. Come see us at High Point Coffee in West Jordan, on the corner of 7800 South and Redwood. We look forward to meeting you. Hello everyone, this is Brad Newfeld, host of Resilience. You can catch my show every morning at 8 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on the Resilience Talk Network. Tune in to discover what it takes to overcome any challenge that you may face in life. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. Sal and I are in the studio today. Um, we're sadly missing Mark and Bill, who can't be with us today, part of the other part of Team Limitless. But we are here with Bad Brad Newfeld, our producer, and with the amazing Sam Beard. Um, you know, if, if somehow you're tuning into this right now and miss the beginning section of what Sam has contributed to this country and how he has helped uh, over the last several decades. Uh, make sure you go back and check that out because it's absolutely, uh, it's breathtaking. So Sam, you're on to a new project now, my friend, and it is an amazing project. And I, let's take this section. Let's talk about where this idea originated from, 
where you're going and we take a break we'll come back and we'll from that we'll we'll really hit home how people can get involved okay right, so you very, you very kindly start off by saying that i'm amazing and i'll just turn that <laughs> right back to you and your group <laughs> i just met you brett and you just pop pop out of a zoom and you are amazing and you dream and you carry out and then you're whole, then you, you you just what i do you surround yourself with a team which is better than yourself and this things you look like the things you're doing are just exceptional. So, so, so uh, uh, thank you for the kind words. Well, thank you for, for having me here. Now, the very interesting because uh, one of the things I want to say is that uh, setbacks, depression, hard times, everybody has them. Mm -hmm. And then people take the word mental health. And right now, that, that's you don't want to have a quote a mental health issue because it's a stigma. But the reality is, every human being has mental health issues. It changes the whole nature of it. And for sure. And the question is, how do you deal with? Uh, every life has ups and downs, and how do you deal with it? And so, in my life, there were uh, three points where I was in uh, very significant depression. The uh, I, I ran for United States Congress in, in, in about age 30 and lost. And I had no chance to win. I lost by about 12 votes. <laughs> and, oh, and wow. I, I was depressed for two years. I couldn't work. I, I couldn't really sleep. Uh, and then the message there is that um, uh, this too will pass. You just have to have the courage to understand this too will pass. And inside each of us, we have the capacity to set our future and get back on track. And then I mentioned earlier when uh, Senator Robert Kennedy was assassinated and I had the privilege of working with him and the dream was end poverty in America with one of the most famous people in America. And then he was tragically assassinated. That, that was horrible. Mm -hmm. Now, the reality is in 20, 2014, I was 75 years old and uh, most people would have been retired for 10 years, but I just have too much fun doing what I'm doing. And I was hard at work and uh, along came a crisis, a personal crisis. And now it's back in depression. I couldn't sleep and I couldn't work. And I'd been familiar with uh, meditation and the doctor prescribed uh, depression pills. And I took two of them, but I, they make me more nervous. And so I got into mindfulness and meditation. And I started breathing. And the message to everybody is when you feel out of sorts, when you feel depressed, get connected with yourself. And it all starts with a breath. We did this before in the other exercise. Just good. close your eyes. And breathe in with that. And, then, if you want to, and then, then pay attention to your body. And then if you really want to do it, do, do it uh, 10 deep breaths in a row. Like that. And then we'll trace the energy flowing around your body. It's amazing. And what that opens up is a whole new world. And so now I realized that, and I started listening to people and I found out about the power of meditation. Now meditation turns off most people. It's a, it's a long word. It's too fancy for me. I don't have the time, whatever. And uh, so just change it, which is uh, ask someone, are, are you in stress? Uh, do you feel anxiety? And the answer is most everybody, especially today all around the world. And that's the beginning. And 
So stress is bad for you. They know that stress uh, leads to every major disease, cancer, uh, heart attacks, diabetes. And so make it simple. If you feel stressed, go take a hot bath. <laughs> That's all. If you feel stressed, uh, anywhere you live, go walk in a park. Go walk where there's a stream and sit down next to the stream and just enjoy nature. If you have a dog, take a dog for a walk. Do anything just to change your attitude. And so it, it becomes built in. We have amazing ways to handle stress and anxiety. And then when you start doing it, uh, the, the one question is ask yourself, well, one thing is the power of positive thinking is amazing. And so it's such sure. a simple thing. Like, um, what are the three things about me? Everybody, if they get in gloom, they're, they're, they're stuck in, in sort of bad attitude, bad mood, and they're, they're down, and that can all spiral. And a reverse of that is to get into a quiet place and say, uh, I'm unique, I'm important, and here are the three best things about me. And just keep repeating those, and you're on a whole different track. Mm -hmm. And the next thing is that, uh, uh, my whole life has been service and it makes me very joyous. And what I've learned is if anybody feels depressed or down and out, if you just go walk down the street and look at somebody, help a lady across the street, uh, go into a coffee shop and uh, pay forward, buy the person behind you a cup of coffee. It's staggering. It's never happened before. And it's so simple. And then it changes your life because you're the giver and doing service with somebody else. It changes their life. And then pay forward is I just bought you a cup of coffee. So now you surprise somebody else. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I walk down the street and I try these things. I, 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 I look at people and I figure out something I see that is uh, really good about them. And I go up there, I've never met them. And I say, I just want to say that you have an amazing look in your eyes of positive nature and you just carry yourself with, with such energy. You're a beautiful person. Think about that. Uh, and, and then think about gratitude. The, think of anybody that did something nice for you and think of all the things. I never really uh, thank them. I never thank them. Mm -hmm. No one writes a letter anymore. Write a letter. I regret my mother died and I never wrote a letter to her. Dear mommy, you changed my life. Without your direction, I couldn't possibly have done what I've done. You taught me integrity. You taught me hard work. You taught me all the things that you taught me. You dedicated your life to me. I regret to this day I never wrote that letter. And it, in fact, brings tears to my eyes. So, so this sort of gives people a gl glance of what we're doing. Here was a crisis. And then I got into mindfulness and meditation. And that opened up a whole new world. And so now we have a, a nonprofit, which is global. Uh, it's called Gift Global. You can go to that website. Uh, you can go to my website, uh, www.sambeard.org. And there you'll see the vision about where we're going and the plan. And, and you'll see a thing called Connect Moments. And the point about Connect Moments is that it's all of us. So uh, it seems I do a lot of walking down the street. So <laughs> <laughs> it makes you healthy, right? Gets fresh air, exercise. So, I went with my wife and we went to uh, this hotel which had a parrot in it and we knew the parrot was there. So we really went to see the parrot. But then I went to the lady behind the desk and I said, do you have a few minutes? Yes, I do. And I asked her these questions and I want everybody in your audience to think about these same questions. So I said, have you ever 
thought of somebody and then, my gosh, they call you. Uh, and many, many people say, yeah, I, I was walking down the street and I thought of somebody and darn if they didn't round the bend. Or I thought of, and more, more than I can imagine, they call me. Uh, there's a lady who works with us, part of our team. And she knew every time her mother was going to call her and her mother knew every time when Sheila was going to call. Now, then you ask a question. Uh, is that all happenstance? Or might there be some magical connection between two people? Might there be a magical connection between people and the galaxies and the stars? And might there be a magical connection between people and other people? It starts opening up a whole new thing. Absolutely. And so the lady, the lady behind the desk said, well, really, I, I don't much think of somebody. And then they call. But I'll tell you, the... I get visual movies in my head of people in my family. And just 10 days ago, I got a visual image of my sister walking downstairs holding the baby and she fell. I ran right over there and she had done that and I was able to help her. So I said, is that circumstance or it might there be some magical thing? And the answer with these connect moments is everybody has them. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to tell anybody, but they, so the big message is, is it is in with every one of us. So the, the, the major nonprofit now is gift global and it's going to become connect universe. And as I go all around the world, uh, people are talking about connect, uh, talking about collaborating uh, COVID and the circumstance of human behavior today is the uh, first COVID is the worst around the world since world war II. And mm -hmm. here it is, it, 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 and human behavior is at a low uh, all around the world. And we're optimistic. Our view is if you start to understand that we're connected to something larger than ourselves and that this magical power is in each one of us, that's where we're going. And that's where we're going to, uh, we will train a billion people and open up their minds and, and it'll be transformational. So now let me go back to the lady behind the desk. So after I say, uh, my next question is, Talk to me about your creativity. When you're at your most creative, does time fly by? And the tremendous number of ideas come to you. And I was just talking to someone last night and they said, yeah. They said, when I was four, five, and six, I was an artist and a musician. And I really didn't know anything about that. But basically, it just sprung up inside me, so, and I paid attention to it. It wasn't voices, but it was a whole intuition of creativity. And I would do art, and that would make more art. And then at age eight, I taught myself the piano and became a musician. And it was all about connected to something larger than yourself. So anybody can do the same thing. If you, if you start in, in the morning and you just say, I'm going to write, I don't care what it is, I'm going to take a pad and for half an hour or 20 minutes, I'm just going to start writing. I can write poetry. I can just write whatever comes to my head. And what you'll find is in that state of creativity, it's flow. Ideas come to you and you just feel a whole different part of yourself ignite. Right. And that's beyond five senses. It's, and everybody has that. So, so that's what we're going to do. And then the next, the next thing I asked this, the lady behind the counter was, have you ever at night in summer gone to a beach 
or just lie down on the grass and look up at the twinkling stars and the heavens and the galaxies? And do you think that there is a power? It's the creation story. Do you think there is a power which is greater than us? Something magical, something just that large. And I've always thought that. I mean, it's the scale of the galaxies and the stars. And now we know that an atom has a billion parts. Atom's supposed to be the smallest thing ever and not divisible. Now we know it has a billion parts. And we have NASA and the space program and all that sort of stuff. And and the answer is we're part of that and we have that magic. And and then so the lady said yes. And then I said, now when you think about that power, what what do you call it? Uh, you can call it uh, divinity, which sounds fancy. You can call it the creator. That's a little clumsy. You can call it the universe. That's a little different. You can call it God, which a lot of people, uh, religious people, uh, worship a God, the God of their choice. And mm-hmm. if you're spiritual, you can also connect with God or the creator or the universe or this divine power. And that's within each of us. And then I asked, do you ever uh, have a sense of, connectivity and guidance from that power. And a lot of people do. And, mm-hmm. and that's beyond sight or hearing uh, or, or sense. It's, and that, the fellow called Stephen Cutler, and it's all about flow. And he's studied the brain. He's a scientist studying the brain. Yep. And he's, he's big buddies with Elon Musk. And he just thinks at a level the rest of us can't think of. He's off the charts. And the point is, uh, the brain can get into flow. And, and Steve has worked with extreme athletes. So if you are surfing a 100-foot wave, you're going to kill yourself unless you're connected to something larger than yourself. Mm-hmm. And the whole message there is it is in, in all of us. So in the next section, we're going to talk about uh, uh, youth in, in poverty, youth at risk. So many kids are kid- committing suicide today, and they just have lost faith. They don't think they have a, a future. And the message is, it's in all of us. You have that power and it multiplies your capacity geometrically. So now where are we going with that? Uh, on September 21, uh, we're pulling all this together with stories and we're gonna get major stars and regular people with their mm-hmm. connect moment. So he'll be a famous singer. And the question is, what happened? Where did the music, where did the lyrics, that song, which now impacts a billion people come from? And most musicians will say that really I got into a sense of flow mm-hmm. and the words came to me. Many of them will say, Paul McCartney will tell you the reason why I was so excited about meditation. The lyrics and the music, which became so famous to the Beatles, was channeled to him. And he was more like a secretary. And the point is, that is in all of us. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where we're going. And then uh, everybody has connect moments. And we're, sure. still, we're going to start a, a sponsored global contest year-round, and we're going to uh, stay with it until a million people send us their Connect Moments, which will mean that millions and millions of people start to understand that this is their power. And, and it's just fun to do that. It's fun to dream it up. And, and uh, um, that's what Connect, the new nonprofit will be called Connect Universe, and that's what it's about. And, and on September 21, we'll launch the whole thing. And that's what we're doing. 
And so we're going to take another short pause for the cause. I'm going to ask Sal if he's got any questions. Uh, and then after that, we're going to come back in that next section. We're going to really devote to the vision of that and, and getting the nitty gritty from you. Okay. Sal, do you have any questions for yeah, Sam I mean, or something? Well, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, I, the PTSD thing is a big thing. Obviously it's close to my heart, but the one thing that I think out there, everybody listening is with this COVID um, something I learned firsthand just this last week in clinic was, you know, people have been at the doorstep of death with COVID. And with that, that is producing a tremendous amount of PTSD that we wouldn't think. Now, we know soldiers have it because it's in our face. We can see it. We know that they've confronted, you know, bullets flying and people trying to share lead with them. Um, but w I think we're missing some of the, right now with COVID being so rampant and people going into the ICU because they've been so devastated by the, the infection, they, we're seeing they're coming out with this PTSD as well. And it's something I missed, and I was kind of disappointed in myself the other day, but um, that's a big thing right now. And I think you're, what you're trying to get out there right now is needed more than ever uh, because there's a lot of people out there that were on death's doorstep and unfortunately now are completely have some some emotional issues with it. So again, like that, this is perfect timing, Sam. So hats off to you. Well, the, the, the uh, first, again, your questions are always very profound and excellent. And thank you. And if you take COVID and then if the schools are closed, it's mostly a disaster. And if you get into any, many, many families, the reality is in many families, there's sexual abuse. In many families, there is physical abuse. In many families, there's verbal abuse, which is you're nobody, you're nobody, you're nobody, you're nobody. And then there's poverty. I don't enough to eat. And there's tension. Now, COVID is much worse than people imagine with millions of Americans and all around the world. Youth suicide is significantly up around the planet. And that's related to, 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 to COVID. And, and so, and it, it's just a form of PTS. And, and that's, that's what we're saying, which is uh, it's horrible, but the good news is the power of extraordinary power. I have a book coming out called uh, 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 Connect, the ultimate human superpower. And that's the whole message, connect, connect with yourself, connect with your friends and neighbors, connect with the universe, and then serve others. You connect and unleash human superpower. Yeah. So mm -hmm. one of the things with the, with the veterans with PTS, uh, the reality is if you help someone else, if you volunteer, it totally changes your mood. Oh, yeah. And so if you're just at the peak of depression, and I, I don't know what I can do. I don't know what I can do. I don't know what I can do. I can't stand this. I, I might kill myself. The, if you find a local charity, something you care about, uh, go feed other people. There's always someone worse than you. And that changes your whole mood. You, you, yeah. you, get, you just feel great about yourself. And so, so that's also our message across the country. Well, you mentioned world. something that I think is extremely profound. You said go in a corner or go someplace and just relax and breathe, right? So with all the, all the kind of therapy I've had with PTSD, the one thing that is a reoccurrent theme is 
you have to slow it down and get out of that state. And that's yeah, something yeah. that's hard for anybody because you're like, no, I'm in this state, I'm gonna fight, I've been taught to fight. But the reality is you have to remove yourself from that state and a lot of veterans don't know how to do that. They don't know how to slow 100 mile an hour brain waves down to the point where they can say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step out of this, I'm gonna remove myself, I'm gonna take some deep breaths, I'm gonna figure this out. And so again, you know, I think the message is clear what you're saying. I think it's it's so important, whether it's combat, COVID, poverty, or anything else. So I don't want to prolong the break segment here. But anyways, that's that was my piece. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll take a quick pause for the cause. Uh, so Brad can do that voodoo that he do. And we'll be back in a couple minutes with the amazing Sam Beard. Hi, this is Tamara K. Anderson, and I want to share something special with you. When our son Nathan was diagnosed with autism, I felt like the life we had expected for him was ripped away and with it, my own heart shattered as well. It's very common for families to feel anger, pain, confusion, and anxiety when a child is diagnosed. This is where my book, Normal For Me, comes into play. It shares my story of learning to replace my pain with acceptance, peace, joy, and hope. Normal for Me has helped change many lives, and I'd like to give this book to as many families as possible. We put together something I think is really special. My friends and listeners can order copies of my book at a significantly discounted price, and we will send them to families who have just had a child diagnosed with autism or another special needs diagnosis. We will put your name inside the cover so they will know someone out there loves them and wants to help. I will also sign each copy. You can order as little as one or as many as hundreds to be shared with others. So go to my website, TamaraKAnderson.com and visit the store section for more information and to place your order. You can bless the lives of many families by sending them hope, love, and peace. Check it out today at TamaraKAnderson.com and help me spread hope to the world. Welcome to the Resilience Talk Network. My name is Jay Walter and I'm the host of Rebuilding. Heard every weekday night from 6 to 7 p.m. You can listen in and learn how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and make dreams a reality. So listen every weekday night from 6 to 7 p.m. right here on the Resilience Talk Network. All right, folks, and we're back with the magnificent Sam Beard. So, Sam, you've mentioned a lot of things today, and I think they're totally incredible and awesome. Talk to us a little bit, because on Monday we got to talk to a little bit about your message, but talk to us about your message to today's youth with, with what you got going on and how you, how you plan to, to implement that. All right, thank you. In 2014, I had a personal crisis, which I couldn't sleep and I couldn't work, and that got me in to discover the power of breath. And when you do that and you start connecting with nature and with the universe, it, it changes your life. And so uh, 
right now our website is uh, uh, Gift Global. Our future website will be Connect Universe. Uh, go to Connect Universe. And if you want to change your life and reach peak performance and, and discover the amazing tech tools that you have, come there. It's just for you. And I'll, I'll just talk about that. So, so uh, that's happened with me. And uh, uh, let's start this way. Where does anybody start? First, anxiety, stress, worry, COVID, it's everywhere. And question, that's bad for you. So how, how do you deal with your stress? And make it simple. Take a hot bath. Oh, okay. Take a hot bath. <laughs> Go for a walk. Pat your dog. Uh, uh, find a grandchild and put the grandchild on your head and spin around. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> now, the reality is, the uh, take a breath. And there is uh, uh, J Jason Huber who teaches inner city uh, high school kids high strength. And there is uh, Kerry Bay uh, in Delaware. And he teaches also. He teaches um, a middle school uh, kids who are on the verge of getting into drugs, getting into gangs. They live in neighborhoods where uh, bullets going back and forth is pretty much every night. And he teaches them a breath. Take one breath, and then anytime you're thinking life is terrible. Uh, I might commit suicide. I don't know what to do with myself. I take a breath, and that's the start. And Jason Hubert, with his inner city kids, he asked them stuff that no one ever asked before. To high school students, what is your dream? No one's ever asked them that before. What is your dream? What do you dream about? What do you dream about for your life? What do you want to be? What is your dream? And they look at you like, I've never even thought about that. And then they realize that they're being spoken to and that it's serious. And that's absolutely life-changing. And that is the same we do with the Jeffs Awards, which I started with Jackie Kennedy, uh, Nobel Prize for Service. And now we've reached over a million kids, leadership and service. And uh, Paige is in Indianapolis. And uh, we're in high schools. We're probably in uh, 50 high schools in Indianapolis. And Paige was living in the back of a car, homeless. And we asked her, what is your dream? And her dream was, I want to learn how to play a violin. And by the way, in school, her highest grade was a D. And her most usual grade was an F. And we said, follow your dream. And go around Indianapolis and find groups with, with, which play music and, and join them. And she did. And so here she was playing the violin, going around, uh, playing donated concerts to, to, to poverty kids and to other schools and to businesses and on local television. And her grades went to, to, to nothing but A's. It, it changed her life. So the, the idea of breath to slow yourself down and deal with anxiety or take a hot bath and then uh, follow your dream is is pretty good and that's where we're going so connect universe we're going to take that all around the world and we won't quit until we get one billion new people to understand 
that the power is inside each of us. It is inside each of us. And wow, it's geometric. If, if you start following your intuition and start understanding, why not explore your mystical powers, which everybody has? But let's make that simple. People listening are saying, oh, this is just um, one of the things when I came to this uh, on this podcast uh, and I was talking with uh, Brad about trust and I, I just feel uncomfortable because if, if someone hears a white 80 year old for the first time, why, why trust them for goodness sakes and I'll never see them again. <laughs> and, and, and trust is very important to change a life. But the, the, the answer is, uh, I have traveled the world and had the privilege of seeing and meeting with and learning from the very best people around the world. And we have a book coming out, Connect. The ultimate human power that each of us have. The ultimate human superpower that each of us has. And then there was a Marissa Peer who is world famous uh, helping people. And her thing is, if you're trying to figure out who you are and send your direction, the power of intention, figure out where you want to go and make that your intention. Now, then there's a simple thing. And when I was talking to Brad and to Paul Hoyt, dealing with inner city kids who, who don't feel they can go anywhere. The power of intention, you write it simply on a mirror. I am somebody. I can, I am tough enough, I am strong. Then, because I'm a little goofy, uh, I, I, I say, here's what you do. <laughs> you, 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 you come up with a phrase, yo, big as me, yo, big as me, yo, big as me. And then leave where you are, got on the lawn and just jump around and jump around to spin and dance and say, yo, big as me, yo, big as me, yo, big as me. And, and you repeat that and put that on the mirror. And how great is that? Because the, the power of uh, being somebody is connect with yourself. And then you start to understand that, that inside we have superhuman power and it just starts with yourself. So Paige, homeless, living in the back of a car. Her dream was the violin. With a little encouragement, I can do that. Changed her whole life. Uh, Jason, what are your dreams? Change those kids' life. Get them on a page. I'm in charge of my own life. So no matter how horrible circumstances are, I'm sitting there in tears, ready to commit suicide. The, uh, I have been sexually abused. I've been physically abused. I am homeless. Uh, I, I, my father disappeared at birth. My mother is working so that we get enough food and I never see her. I'm lost. The answer is each of us has a, a, the power inside themselves to start with breathing and realize they could be something else. You too can be superhuman. And it starts just as simple as following your intuition. And another thing which is simple is one person can change the life of another person. It has a fancy word, mentor, or someone that matters to you. And time and again, there are 
someone will say, I was just going to commit suicide and someone came into my life and wow, I started to trust myself and over a period of years, that person changed my life. So the question is, where can anybody find that person? And I would start in your family. The worst cases is a very broken family. Uh, no father, no mother. But in 90% of the cases, there is an aunt or a grandmother or somebody in that family that will care about you. Ask yourself, who in my family can I connect with? Where can I find a mentor? In school, the janitor of the school, no one ever goes up to the janitor in the school and says, I feel lost. Will you help me? If you ask for help, someone is flattered and they're very likely to want to help you. In any school, you look around and you'll see one teacher is so em empathetic and so energetic. Have the courage to go up and say, I'm not feeling good. Will you help me over a period of time? I need guidance. I need help. Then in, 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 it happens this podcast is in Utah, but anywhere around the world, there are mentor organizations. And in, there's a Utah mentor, there's 4-H. Uh, go there and find your own mentor. And don't just assume if someone's assigned to you that you'll connect with that person. You might not. So, so you're in charge of your own life. If, if you're not getting anything out of that value, uh, say, I want another one. I, I'm not communicating well. So the, the, the message to us of Connect Universe is start with connecting yourself, believe in yourself, bro. If you love yourself, then your relationship with others improve. Connect with others. Then if you do that, the magic is if you go out at night in summer or spring and just lie on the ground and look up at the stars, there is something up there greater than all of us, which is the great creator. Let's call that divinity. Let's call that the creation story. Let's call that universe. You will learn that vibrationally we're connected to the universe and you can get guidance and just start slow with that. Start with the breath, start with the good things about yourself and just start to believe in yourself. Now on the mirror, on the mirror, you write, I can, I am, I am tough enough. I am brave. Think big, yes, I can. And then do yo-yo big as me and spin around. And you look at that every night before you go to bed, every morning when you get up, because what you'll find is, and you'll start seeing little changes in yourself, that you're going to feel better a little bit at a time. It takes years. Don't, don't think you're going to start on Monday and be a different person by Tuesday. That's not the message. The message is that connect is the ultimate human superpower, and you have it. Everybody has it. Believe in that. And they just get started. There's little exercise on the mirror. Look at yourself. What do I want in my life? What is my power? What is my focus? What do I want? Put that on the mirror. I am enough. I will help others. I will succeed. And that's, that's where we're going. And we, when we get 1 billion new people to understand uh, the whole way the universe works and humans work and the power of this is in each one of us, we're going to change the world. Absolutely. The, no, I'm, go ahead. No, no. <laughs> um, we, we need to take a break here in just a mm -hmm. second, but 
it sounded like you had a question. So. No, 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 I just, uh, no, I don't have any questions. I think just comments. I mean, uh, what you're saying is so profoundly true for me. And the, the big thing I'd like to point out with that is a lot of these kids, I would say, don't know how. And by having somebody that could teach them and, and mentor them or even show them how to breathe and believe in themselves is so monumental for their success. On our website, Connect Universe, uh, our team has traveled all around the world and have met all of the top empowerment trainers, not all of them, but so many of them. And we have, it's designed specially for the person who of all ages, any continent, any skin color, any religion, any ethnicity, male, female, every gender. And come to our website, connectuniverse.org. And there you're gonna find simple exercises, which are the very best designed specifically for you and your needs. Help you get over the stress. Help you learn about yourself, improve yourself, set goals for yourself, learn that you're in charge of yourself. And once you're more in charge of yourself, you then want to improve your relations, your love relations, your friends, your family around. And then with that, you find the mystery is that each of us, I was, I was in Japan and this lady said, she wanted me to go on a television show and say, I am a divine spark. And I thought it was arrogant, rude. But it's not boasting or rude what you understand that each of us is connected to whatever the great creator is. Each of us is connected to uh, something way beyond our imagination which is larger than ourselves. We are connected. Call it divinity. For sure. And I pray every day, which is, uh, dear God, uh, please bless me with the humility and with the knowledge and the joy to understand that I am a divine spark like each of us is. I'm honored to be the divine spark like each of us is. Go to the website, change your life. Nice. We'll take a really quick break. We're going to come back and Sam, we're going to have you uh, kind of give us the dates of the book the best you can, the, the event on the 21st, and just a quick one minute, two minute segment on how to get people into your world at a higher rate. So we'll be right back with Sam Beard. I'm author Richard Paul Evans. 20 years ago, we created the Christmas Box House to protect and care for abused and neglected children. Did you know we've protected more than 125,000 children? That's enough to fill every seat in both the University of Utah and BYU football stadiums. Did you know we've been helping the victims of human trafficking for more than 20 years, long before people were even talking about it? Did you know that last year alone, we served almost 9,000 children, providing 12,000 days of care? That's more than 32 years of care in the last 12 months. Did you know that with more than 700 volunteers, we provided Christmas for nearly 3,000 at-risk children? Did you know that we need your help to do all this? This pandemic has been hard on everyone, but especially these children. If you or your business would like to help through donations or volunteering, we'd love to meet you. Find the Christmas Box House online and go to our website. And thank you for caring.
And we're back with Sam Beard. Sam, um, before we go today, please tell everybody who's listening who might see this in the future for years to come, how they can get into your world, how they can get involved with your event, with Connect Universe. Give us the, uh, give us the blow by blow here, please. Anybody that finds something that's interesting that we've ever said, come to connectuniverse.org, www.connectuniverse.org. And what do we have there? We have the secrets collected going back 3,000 years, which only a handful of people used to be able to have. And now we've traveled the world and they're available for you. How to improve yourself, how to take charge of your life, how to relax, how to get over stress, how to find your dream and live your dream. Every person is unique. Every person has amazing powers, uh, positive, better, change your life, success, better relationships. Come in your, it's just designed for you. <laughs> I love it. Um, can you give a little more specifics about the event on September 21st? On September 21st of this year, uh, 2021, we have worked with uh, top stars, top singers, everyday people, and it will be the formal kickoff of connectuniverse.org. And we're going to have music, we're going to have fun, it's going to be global. And the people that we're really interested in is people have no clue what we're talking about. <laughs> and, and, and the point is, if you feel stress, if you feel anxious, if you feel worried, if you're lost, if you're thinking, I, I don't know where I'm going to go in my life. I, 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 school hasn't worked so well. My career stinks. My family's not good. That's, we want you to come and just see if we don't have carefully tailored, gamified opportunities for you to have fun and improve yourself. We're all in trouble. And the message is connect the ultimate human superpower. And yep. that is all of us. It's you. I don't care how depressed you are. I don't care how you feel. Nothing's working for me. There's nothing for me. Come to connectuniverse.org. And it's very simple steps, which will be fun and gamified. Awesome. And probably the one last thing, Sam, I know you've got a book coming out. I know the dates might not be 100% solid at this point. Maybe they are now since the last time we spoke. But can you give us the approximation of when that will actually be out? June 1, the book will be available at Amazon. as uh, You can get the uh, electronic, download the electronic version. And June 1st? June 1st. Okay. And July 1, we have the real book. Okay, June 1st, digital copy, July 1st, hardback slash paperback copy. Now, from my viewpoint, the book is just an opportunity to start a dialogue with everybody about uh, the powers, the power that each of us have, power of intention, the power of capacity, the power of dreams, positive energy. What are the best things in you? Pay attention to the best things in you and then figure out the things that are wrong with you and let's go to work on them and have fun changing them, elevate human behavior. I had a crisis in 2014. Uh, it wasn't good. And it opened up a whole new thing. I traveled around the world. So our materials are the best that the world has to offer directly for you. That's awesome. And Sam, with that being said, 
I'm going to say goodbye in just a second. Sal, anything you want to parting thoughts, yeah. comments, questions? Awesome. Thank you so much. Brad, uh, any <laughs> <Brad> <laughs> giving you the big thumbs up from behind camera. So uh, Sam, with that, we're going to sign off. Uh, and I know we've got a, a upcoming meeting in a few days here. And so we'll, we'll re-engage again, if not before. But Sam, you are someone we truly consider to be limitless. And we are honored that you took part in our show today. Again, from the our two other teammates who could not be here today, um, we express our heartfelt appreciation and thankful for everything that you do, for what you're doing for the world, what you've done for the American country over the last several decades. Uh, you are truly someone that we consider to be limitless. Thank you very much. The pleasure has totally been mine. And everything's mutual. And with that being said, as always, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or have some guests that you'd like to have us interview on the show, uh, at the moment, uh, you can send those comments to brett at brettlechtenberg.com and, um, or uh, find me on Facebook or Sal or Bill or Mark or even Brad here. And um, we'll be glad to address those with you and, and take those comments very, very seriously. With that being said, we're out and we wish everybody a limitless day.